1: Okay, so I mean, that's the dunk contest, but like, obviously, um, well, that's the dunk contest in the game, but the highlight, we cannot end the all-star weekend conversation without talking about the highlight of the weekend, which was um, Steph versus Sabrina, or as they called it, Stefan versus Sabrina. And um, like, honestly, I'm not even like trying to like gas her up. I legit thought there was a chance Sabrina could win um Mm -hmm. before it started um you know i picked steph and i thought he would but i like it was one of those things like if she would have won i would not have been surprised you know um and there's been so much conversation about this um and i just want to say like a few things because i agree that this event should continue um but i haven't really had a chance i've tweeted a little bit about this but I haven't really been able to on any, I haven't been able to on like any platform I'm usually on to kind of speak about it. And so I wanna take this time a little bit to sort of educate people a little bit on like women's basketball, because I think everybody thinks it's cute when they keep saying next year with Caitlin Clark. It's not cute, it's disrespectful. (laughs) Okay, for one, Caitlin Clark has made no decision about whether she's leaving or not, right? So we don't know if she will be in the WNBA and it would be hella disrespectful To bring in a college player right so we just don't know that but secondly again this goes back to a conversation that's been a little ongoing about you know how she will be as a first year like player we don't know you don't know and there seems to be this assumption that she's just going to come into the w and do what she does and i feel that's because y'all don't know about the w and and i don't mean that in like a you just don't know you when you make statements like that that tells me you clearly don't know about the w and it's not even controversial to say what Cheryl Swoop said. The part, I'm not talking about the factual parts that she had incorrect. I'm talking about the part where she says, like, I don't think she's going to come in and just do that. And she could struggle because that shouldn't be controversial because we see that in the NBA. We see that in almost every professional sports league when a player leaves the college level and transition. The player whose record she broke, Kelsey Plum, struggled when she first got into the W. She struggled. Those are some very talented women. Those are some grown women. They can play. They can play. And for people who I don't think watch Iowa basketball regularly and you just see highlights, okay, like the way that team plays, she's not going to be able to play like that in the W. Bigger bodies, more athleticism. The WNBA is still an inside-out game. It's still an inside-out game. And um, she takes a high volume of shots. You're not going to continue to do that when you come into them. First of all, the likelihood is she'd be drafted to the Indiana Fever. You're on a team with Aaliyah Boston. You're going to feed Aaliyah Boston. Yes. She's in the paint You're going to feed her. And they'll play off of each other nicely. But I'm just saying, it, there's only been one player in WNBA history to kind of come in and even have MVP level impact. And that was Candace Parker. She's only one a while ago a while ago <laughs> and there's a handful that even make the all-star game in their first year so you you're being disrespectful you're being disrespectful to the woman in the WNBA. you are mm-hmm. i'm not going to get into the other places i could go with this conversation because caitlin clark is a great player And she deserves to be recognized. But I promise you, there are other great players in women's college basketball. And there are other great players in the WNBA. By the way, there is a legitimate debate, if you were actually tuned into women's college basketball, that Juju Watkins might be having a better season than Caitlin Clark right now. She's incredible. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And she's a freshman. So... But you wouldn't know that because Juju isn't discussed as much as Caitlin, and her highlights are not put up as much as Caitlin. but I promise you she's equally as exciting of a player. And there's other players in women's college basketball right now who are doing great things. So bringing it full circle to the W, there are some great three-point shooters. Jewel Lloyd, Chelsea Gray. She almost had a 50, 40, 90 season this year. And she's from the Bay. How great would that be to have a Bay legend, you know, Mm -hmm. playing in that next year? Right? So um, I just need us to think a little bit more (laughs) about, right? If if we're truly trying to highlight the W and growing it, insisting that Caitlin Clark be in everything is not going to do that, right? Mm -hmm. It's showcasing other players. It's showing their talents. Oh. Because you know what happens when you do that people start googling who's that da, da, da. you get impressed, there are other people who can shoot. They call Jewel Lloyd the gold mamba for a reason, so with that being said, you know shout out to Caitlin Clark, I think she is going to be a great pro um but next year when they do do whatever they're and also too because i didn't appreciate people being like oh you know dame lillard i'm pretty sure stephen curry will want his splash brother clay thompson out there with him right like i didn't appreciate references like oh the second best shooter is dame the second best shooter is he a better shooter than clay thompson like this is what i'm saying so like i just the egregious it's not just on the woman's side but i'm just Mm -hmm. saying the egregious statements being made (laughs) about what should happen and kind of the overlooking of like people um y'all please we can have like better conversations um but I think it should continue Steph versus Sabrina was great it was great I really enjoyed watching it there was clear mutual respect between the two players and um I actually think that all this oh the last point I'll make about Sabrina and the W like Kenny Smith, what he said was moronic, okay? It was uninformed and moronic. Um, Just like when he said that he doesn't think Steph can shoot the deep ball as well as um, um, Dame. And I want to ask you about that in a moment, Justin. But um, so what he said was ridiculous. And I just want to explain to people why it was ridiculous. Because a lot of people are like, I don't get what he said. And she was at a disadvantage and da-da-da-da. Okay. First of all, Sabrina practices from the men's line. Like, she actually practices. She doesn't practice from the woman's line. So it is her range. It's mm. her range. She also was not forced to shoot from the three-point, the men's line. She chose. Immediately the moment this starts, she said, I will shoot from the men's line. It, like, she tweeted it right away. So this was never going to be a thing. And, like, I don't need to be extreme here, but this is what we talk about. Like, when a woman chooses to do something and says, this is what I want to do, for men to then come and be like, oh, you're you're at a disadvantage. And like it's it's sexist, it's misogynistic because your thinking is already that she's um disadvantaged in some way. Right. To me, to me, if she had any disadvantage, it was going first, right? It was like not being able to go second. That's true. And I don't know why it was decided who goes first or second, but to me, that's the only possible disadvantage because I say. Sabrina being the, 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 holder, the record holder of having the most points ever. <laughs> she should have won yeah. second, but maybe, I don't know if it was a lady's first thing. I don't know if it's cause you're the visitor to men's NBA all-star. I don't, I don't know how it was decided who went first or second, but to me, that's the only disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to say there's a disadvantage, but that is Sabrina range. It's her range in game. She regularly shoots shots you know way behind the woman's line so this is her range that's her comfort zone it wasn't something where like it was making it to her that's her range and what she can do and clearly she could clearly she could 26 right I mean when she first started and hit like like, all those shots she hit 9 of her first 10
2: I was like oh shit Steph (laughs) exactly I was like brother I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a hell of a a performance like
1: it was yeah like just respect her as a shooter respect her as a shooter and talk about it like that and that's what we're talking about just talk about it like it's regular don't start getting into dynamics of because of her gender (laughs) and being a woman why it was a disadvantage and then double down on it it's ignorant
2: it's lazy it's lazy it's ignorance, it's like I mean, she put up 26. I mean, like you said, I mean, she put up 26. She chose everything that was that had to do with it. She chose those parameters, like you said, going second. Maybe they should flip a coin, maybe it should be like a live flipping of a coin to see who goes second. Um, whenever they do it next, but I like the idea of them just having like NBA elects a guy, WNBA elects a woman every year you know, maybe a tag team or something like that. That'd be pretty cool like that. And that honestly will probably be the biggest event. Like you said, have that be the last thing because that'll be the biggest event every year.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Right. Like point. next year, you still have to include Steph because it's in the bay, obviously. Oh but yeah, yeah. After that, and going forward, it should continue. Yeah. And um, you know, it would be interesting, and I don't even know how it be work, be how it could work, but um. Because obviously you want to see what each person is doing. But what if they started at At the same same time? time, Right. So they're like on each side of the court. And like, so they can't see what the other's doing.
2: That would be crazy.
1: And like the crowd's reacting. So you don't know what they're reacting
2: to. Yeah. (laughs) That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, Yeah, they should find a way to do that
1: um i don't know if it makes sense but it just like popped into my head right now and i'm just like
2: there's so many on-court cameras and stuff like that but i think they can still figure it out they can figure it out they should do that i honestly thought they were going to this season but then i mean they didn't do that but do
1: you think that going second is an advantage because someone tried to say that's not an advantage and i said well i'm based on the many players who have said it i'm gonna lean on them and then of course i got the ridiculous you've asked every player like what the fuck are we doing like
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's very obviously an advantage when you know what you're going up against you know what you have to beat um then it puts things into a clearer perspective like sure he could have known that he had to get 26 and still not beat her, but it's different than not knowing i mean it's better than not knowing right it's the same thing with even with the super bowl the other team got the ball first in ot like all right y'all better score because we know you know what i mean like we know what we got to do now once we get the ball um so yeah going second is definitely an advantage because you have a clear objective and goal and it allows you to hyper focus on that goal yeah I mean it's just pretty obvious to me I don't understand what people are kind of disputing that but
1: well you know people dispute for you know all the reasons they dispute um yeah. but the other thing I wanted to ask you when I brought up like Kenny and his deep ball thing you know because like we had I, listen I like look first of all I don't call him unk but like I like Shannon in ways you know his club Shay Shay mm-hmm. I, I Honestly, I might get, like, shot down for this. I didn't really care that much about the Cat Williams stuff. Not that it wasn't good. That's not what I'm saying. I just, like, the way everyone was so hyped off of it, I it, I didn't care. But that being said, he's obviously had, like, some, you know, he had Usher on after that. Like, he's he brings some very big people on his platform, right? So, mm-hmm. shout out to him and what he's built. But I still do not like Shannon talking NBA. He always, you know, just the takes are just. He's
2: off the mark, yeah.
1: You know, so I mean, he just said it like it was definitive, like, yeah, no, like, like Steph is the best shooter, but Dame is a better deep ball shooter. And, you know, Dame fans love to, like, get in the mentions and say, I don't even understand how this is disputed. And they start showing you, like, all these numbers, right, of, like, how many more of these shots that Dame has made and the volume. So it's definitely true. Justin, is that true? And if it's not true, explain to us why it's not, please.
2: Um... I mean, I guess by the numbers, you can say it's true, sure, whatever. But I think at the same time, you got to look at, like, Steph gets guarded differently than everybody. Like, Dame is Dame, and he has his own level of gravity, but teams aren't letting Steph shoot from that deep. Um, and then Steph is just better at getting to shots that he wants to take. You know what I mean? Like, if he wanted to be like, yeah, I'm going to just take a high volume of 35-footers, that's going to be added to my game. Like, I'm sure he could do it. and you know, hit a higher percentage or whatever. But I don't know, I guess they can, they can have that, like the deep ball King, whatever. That's cool. Whatever. Like if Steph really wanted that title, I'm sure he can do it. That's my, that's my point. And teams don't let him just walk into deep threes like they do with Dane. So.
1: Right. And, um, you know, I mean, look, we saw the moment that Kenny even suggested that like Steph was like, hold up. Right. So he clearly does not believe that, um, mm-hmm. but it's just funny to me. It, it's also, <laughs> I heard someone say when talking about like trying to make the Steph-Sabrina argument, they were like, look, the same way she, like, I think Steph would be at a disadvantage if he had to shoot from the W line because it's a muscle memory thing and like habit which you're just used to. This to me is like when people try to tell me that Steph is not as good a mid-range shooter as, you know, and anyway. like guys. Like, <laughs> you think he can't shoot the ball in shorter? Like, this is not a. <laughs> I, I just, I don't understand that. Like, it's not going to get harder for Steph to go inside and shoot the ball from a shorter right. distance. Like, what are we doing?
2: Right. Like you said, it would just be a mid range. So people just say anything.
1: And we've said this all the time. He's the greatest shooter, not because of just three point shooting, it's because of the various different ways that he can yeah. shoot the ball mid-range, three-pointer, off the dribble, um, the around the rim, the way he fit, like, it's everything. It's, like, mm-hmm. all the multiple ways he can shoot the ball and put the ball on the hoop. That's what makes him the best shooter, the versatility, right? There's lots of people who can do catch and shoot threes. There's lots of people who can spot up and shoot the ball and, like, are great mm-hmm. three-point shooters. That is not what we're saying. And that's also the reason why we truly don't like, even though I've had to use it so much lately we don't like the oh he's the best shooter ever because it doesn't mean nothing because it does but it doesn't because the way people historically have thought of shooters like it's not like a complete game like that right he's really one of the best scorers in NBA history um and we just need to start talking about him more like that
2: yeah the greatest shooter thing people don't I mean some people don't look at it as selling him short but a lot of people do and a lot of people do it on purpose they say the greatest shooter thing to sell him short and they act like this they're they're not but
1: right or they yeah. try to put a lot of hype behind it. it's like okay great but what does what does that fucking actually mean
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah greatest shooter If like you're more. not
1: gonna rate him because of that and rank him because of that then mm-hmm. it doesn't mean much right.
2: right and then also just saying like the greatest shooter of all time like that's cool but like the gap between him and the next get best guy is so massive that just saying, like, the greatest shooter, it's, it's kind of not even doing that justice. It's not even doing his shooting ability justice. Like, I mean, there's been tweets all, all throughout the years about, like, what's what skill is, like, the biggest gap in in sports history whatever? Like, is it Tom Brady's passing? Whatever the case may be. Like, is Steph Curry shooting? Like, Steph Curry at shooting is better than anybody else in any particular skill in probably post-sports history, like, across every sport, every skill. I don't think there's a bigger gap between them and what Steph can do as a shooter. So, yeah, I mean, like, him shooting from the W line would not be a disadvantage. Like, what are we doing?
1: Listen, because these are the people trying to make the muscle memory argument to try to suggest that it's not um, a sexist argument.
2: Yeah, his muscle memory is, like, anywhere on the court. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, what are we talking about?
1: (laughs) exactly okay look
2: let's let's move on